Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, sleepyheads. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV for the Sleepy Hollow After Show. I'm your host, Zach Wilson, and we're going to be talking about Incommunicado. This week's episode of Sleepy Hollow. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, make sure that you're tuning in and subscribing to AfterBuzz TV on all the various platforms. You can do it on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that thumbs up button. All these ways you can support us here at AfterBuzz TV. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This we- week's episode brought to you by Ambien. <laughs> no, it needs to be brought to you by like caffeine because I was falling asleep. That's, um, that's and what I'm Kyle. Jeez, yeah, Kyle. Kyle. Seriously, Kyle. We talked about this. Kyle. Kyle. Well, before stop we get going into... off on your own and introducing the show, Kyle. Before, yes, exa- we agreed exactly. on an indie after show where we all are main hosts. You can't quit every week, Kyle. Yeah. Stop it. Well, we can't quit. Was I the only one? Lieberman. Was I the only one that heard Kyle quitting the band? And all I hear is, "Last week, Kyle quit quit the the band. band. Now he's back, back together again." Tenacious D. If you guys don't know, yeah. If my terrible singing didn't. But anyway, guys, as I said, um, Zach Wilson, you tweeted me throughout the week, throughout the show, that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. Jackie Borowski's back. Hi, one, two, three, Jackie B. Stephen Lemieux. Hey, I'm Stephen Lemieux. I'm sitting next to Jackie Borowski's back. Bad joke. Sure. Bad joke. Sure. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, guys. Um, I'm back. Wasn't I here last week? You're back, back, but you're back from last week. You're back back from your weekend to talk about Sleepy Hollow. Uh, Not like you were gone. But anyway, it's time to talk with Sleepy Hollow. Um... I'm not feeling great about this week's episode, guys. Like, I'm just going to be straight up. Um, this episode put me to sleep. It was, it was super good. slow. It was not good. Um, how did you guys feel about it? I thought it was one of the best of the season. No, you are a liar face. Before we came in here, you said it was boring. Don't yeah, but be you got, like Pandora, you Steven. You guys are being negative, so I have to be the positive one. I'm going to do everything in my power to try to find something positive in this episode. It, no, there were positive right, things. Let's, but let's, start I don't, with, let's start with the positives, then. Yeah, what did you guys feel was good? What, what, what were the good things that you could pick out of this episode? I feel Kyle. 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 <laughs> he was really good at guitar. He was great. Kyle uh, just wants to shred. I don't understand why they can't just let Kyle shred. Even if it brings on banshees. Even if it brings on banshees and they fulfill the trope of certain people dying first. Um, so They all died. Yeah, they all yeah, died. Yeah, they all fair. died. They were, you know, they didn't like the scream metal that the banshee brought on. I like that we got some new stuff to theorize with. The fact that the witnesses are bloodline. I think yes. that's really cool. I it's think important. the fact that we get... 
what the symbol is, because as much as that was like a, a, a piece of bronze that is apparently gone now, at least we know what it is and we can uh, look at what Thura could be and like how that'll play into things in the two, last two episodes of the show. Uh, the Hidden One is revealed that Pandora is the reason that he was captured away in the first place. So, I mean, we get bits and pieces of information there. It just... The execution at which we receive these this information was just so weird. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, it, the character. My main thing with this this episode was that the characters were behaving. Felt like they were behaving out of character. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, I felt like people weren't I didn't acting. I didn't feel like that. I just felt like I just felt like aside from getting like one or two pieces of information that I feel could have been put into a more dynamic plot yeah. and you had all of the elements for a dynamic plot it, it's just that I don't know if it was spread too thin or too rushed there are certain things that I like I would have liked to explore the Banshee more and actually have them succeed in capturing the Banshee and bring her back um, because I thought it was such bring her back with them to work with Pandora because I thought that was such a cool character and I, I love the fact that it's like she screamed so much that she made everybody silent. Yeah. I liked that effect. Yeah, it was interesting. There was some cool stuff and we're going we're, we're gonna to talk about the Banshee. We're going to talk about we've already talked about Kyle and the band um, but we're gonna, and we're going to talk about the, the hidden one, Ichabod, all that stuff we're going to cover. Um, before we do, I want to, uh, I want to just give some, uh, condolences out. One of our, one of our regular listeners, um, uh, Boo69Bs, uh, unfortunately lost, uh, a family member. Oh, jeez. This week. And so I want to oh. just, I want to just pass along my condolences. I know you're a big fan of AfterBuzz and we we're appreciate, we really love our fans and we appreciate that you, uh. Are regular, and uh, so I hope uh, all of our best wishes to you and yours. Exactly, yes. Um, but all yeah, right. all right. So, so I want to just start off by saying and kind of prefacing that this felt like two episodes rushed into one. Yes. I felt like yep. they, they tried to do the yep. Monster of the Week thing while having such a huge storyline that could have done two episodes, which if they had really just thought about it and been a little bit more clever with the writing... You could have had a really, really cool dynamic between the Banshee's ability to take away sound, things being said that need to be heard, uh, him, the hidden one being locked away with Ichabod. Uh, taking 20 minutes and going from let's throw Ichabod, let's throw Ichabod into a wall and be here to kill him to I'm not going to touch Ichabod, I'm actually going to help Ichabod and then I'm going to be very kind to the witnesses and give them information about their past and just be nice god like it just it was really weird. there was no hostility between that was the hidden what one threw me off yeah. like he came in there very much like hey i'm gonna murder you yeah and the only question is how painful and quick it's gonna be those are the only variables but you're dying right now and then what happens next is he gets trapped in the room because of the the uh emblem of Thura, which I'm glad the thing has a name now. Right, right. Um, that's great. Yes. Um, but that's the only thing that changed. And the, the Hidden One is convinced that he's going to get out of that room, right? Yes. I he feel... never seems to doubt it. No, he doesn't seem to doubt it. Yeah. He the just, hidden, he just hidden... seems to think that Sorry. he's going to get out of the room and then Ichabod's going to die. And it's it, it just seems so weird because if he has all his power and he came here to kill Ichabod... 
why wouldn't he just do that and then continue on, upon his business even if he's trapped in the room? Well, yeah. I understand what they were going for and the fact that he's a god and it's below him to just pick off people. Like, he can deal with Ichabod later. He's got more pressing things before the seal completely seals him in here. I get that. I understand that he looks down on Ichabod and he feels like he's being just a god being like, oh, you want your mind blown? Here's some information. Now you can feel like the alone boy that I'll make up a story that apparently is true that we've never heard about Ichabod's childhood before. But okay, let me just write this as canon a little bit. But let me just say... He has the biggest freaking case of ADD, yes. and they completely ignore the fact that, okay, I'm the hidden one. I'm going to teleport away dramatically at the end of last episode, only to come after Ichabod, try to kill him, get trapped. What is the one thing I want to do after I get untrapped? I'm going to go kill the freaking witnesses. Pandora got her box back. All right, that sounds like she a freaking- got the box t- top. It's like a Tyler Perry movie, how Pandora got her box back. She got one box top. She's going to turn it into General Mills for a free Frisbee. Oh, my God. (laughs) And Mills even works. But the the problem is, is, okay, I'm the hidden one. My mission is, okay, these these witnesses have screwed me over so much that I'm going to kill them. Okay, I'm trapped in here. Great. I'm freed from here. Pandora has her whole box. I get this information that Pandora screwed me over. Fine, whatever. Let me just go ahead and kill the witnesses real quick, and then I'll deal with Pandora. But no, he's like, I'm going to go deal with Pandora, but very subtly, and obviously not right off the bat. But shouldn't he be super happy that this whole tool that sealed him away is completely gone now? Like, it's gone. There's nothing that can stop him anymore. Now it's time to just destroy everything. But he's still going to leave the witnesses out there because he's mad at Pandora. What? Kill Ichabod and kill Abby. Get dark with it. Get dark with it. Do you feel better now, Steven? I'm sorry. No, I, just, I wanted to let you. You should be impassioned. You should be impassioned. No, and that's the thing. It's like nothing that you said is wrong. Like that's that's part of why I was I I left this episode and I was I was unsatisfied because I think another I, um I I'm sorry I don't mean to cut you off but I feel as passionate as Stephen does but I think for me part of the problem is there were plot lines that were being set up this season that I was really excited about. I was yeah. really excited to see like what kind of conspiracy was going on with, with the FBI, perhaps, because we know they killed Nevins or whoever whoever that guy that Reynolds has been reporting to. Yeah. Um, whether or not no, he's... No, there's cool they conspiracy They haven't mentioned stuff. Abby's dad or yeah, James' that was dad. The other one. Like, what? Like, they, we just opened up this stuff and then got rid... There's really cool things going on in Sleepy Hollow right now because of, yeah, with the conspiracy around Nevins and the FBI. What is Reynolds up to? Reynolds knows more than he's telling us. I want to know what it is. That, to me, seems way... I think I think we're so underwhelmed by the hidden one and the the Abby's dad is an open plot line or the FBI conspiracy is an open plot line seem way more interesting than anything the hidden one has done thus well, far. Well here's here's the difference and so one of the things that I did like in this episode was the, the there's some myth, mythology building, some mythos work in that they reveal that the the witnesses are uh, it's passed down. Yeah. I uh, like that. Which we Called it. Yeah, I we believe. did. Yeah, we did. Um, so kudos to us. We did. Um, no, no kudos to you guys. No, no, no just not. Letting but you have it. not letting you have it. But I wanted kudos. No, no. you can have a kudos, Zach. Thank you, you can Jackie. have it. I appreciate that. Um, but the, because that implies something a lot bigger. My first thought was, what? what sorry, Jackie, but what would all the Ikabi shippers do if it turned out they were related? No, oh, no, they are not related. <laughs> oh my God, they are not related. We have established that. Just stop. I mean, hey. 
they uh, they they both are genetically uh, like descendant from witness stock. Yeah, but they're it's separate. It's like we know that we know that Grace Dixon is Abby's. We already know like the lineage, so we already know that Grace Dixon yeah. is Abby's ancestor, who was probably <laughs> a witness in her own time. Which is fascinating because then that means we can bring back a character that I, I feel like most of the fans really like, you know. And I think that was the another thing that was missing from this episode was the tie, the kind of aside from that reference, we don't have any real historical tie ins. And I think that is a big reason why a lot of people watch this show as well because it spans these different like time periods. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really have any like backup a lot of backup mythos in this. Yeah, and well they they what what Sleepy Hollow normally does and what a lot of fans and what we usually really enjoy is those trips into the past. Yes. But what this episode did is it, it gave us information or even some sort of connection to something else that is part of the bigger picture aside yeah, from just it, oh you're part of a lineage. But that's the thing, it's like we're used to seeing these things, like we get to go back and we get to see some like fun history moments and like characters that we like know from like studying history and instead we got Ichabod's backstory just sort of like handed to us out loud like in a in a monologue Mm -hmm. and that's dull like we don't want to listen to somebody tell us what Ichabod's backstory is we want to watch it unfold we want to see where it's important and like who was it that influenced him as a child like what were the books and like why was he doing it by candle like just telling us about all that isn't dramatic i want to see him after having to sneak around his family because they're telling him not to read these books or the, it, the it's going to get him in trouble with the church that's an interesting story for yeah. ichabod and it's not that that's like completely out of what we knew but it's cool details and there's no reason not on a show that does constant flashbacks to do a flashback just i just want to put this out there what i'm just i don't even mind that like i'm fine with giving us character history through dialogue i have no problem with that because honestly if they were going to work that in we'd probably find some way to be like that wasn't natural i think this was fine the thing is is it it's it's like a case of Doctor Evil and Seth Green where it's like you yes! put you put him in a room. Why don't you just go put a bullet in his head? Like he'll never buy, just go put a bullet in his head. Yeah, and that's you what, get yeah. the pro- the problem I have is that <laughs> instead so of true. instead of revealing the the symbol of Thuros, right? Thuro was it the name? It was uh, Thura. Thura, right? Instead of revealing that and revealing that you have something that splits in two that can prevent the hidden one from killing the witnesses, which is great. You have a god that can literally go and kill your two main characters. Okay, what is the only way that they won't die? Well, you take that god and let him have the power to kill anyone, but he can't kill those two people because they have protection. And then you kill the, you destroy the protection at the end of the episode, which is another, like, I know we've been mad about this all along because they introduced these cool things and then destroy them. And this was another instance of that. But I just like, would have seen... You the, brought up these this cool emblem of Thura that could protect our witnesses and then you destroy it, it after giving it a backstory. The, the Hidden One could have gone all out war. We could have gotten great stuff with the Hidden One going after Joe, going after Jenny, because they can only protect two people. You could have had uh, Ichabod and Abby giving the, the emblem to different people to protect them. You could have strategy 
while fighting the hidden one. Yeah. What I would have liked, like, if you're gonna do this this bottle episode for Ichabod and the Hidden One, if you're gonna, if you really want to stick them in a room together, because there's a lot of interesting drama that can come from putting your main villain and your hero in the same room together, and they can't leave. There's mm-hmm. a lot you could do with that, but we can't help but think like, why isn't he killing him? Just all you would have to do is take the emblem and it activating like that forces him like into a ch- like locks him in like physically locks him into somewhere so we're like he's in there they both want to get out so Ichabod like give give Ichabod a reason to need to get out maybe put put Abby in danger and so he's trying to get out Ab- but like they can't quite communicate maybe and that's why they have to use the emblem so by they're both trying to break the spell, having to side with their enemy to do it, and having to sacrifice things to because of that. Having that dilemma of if I get out of, the, I almost wanted Ichabod to not be trying to get out. Yeah, that's to want to keep thing. him it's there like, because if he gets out, he's going to kill Abby. Like that's the that's the suspense we like, need. That's what Ichabod to me. That's what Ichabod would have done. It, like as I know him, is hey. This guy's trying to blow up the world. If I don't do anything, and I just stay here and sacrifice myself, the he's locked one in here forever. Will never get out, and the world will be a safer place. And he even says he's not afraid to but die. But we already we already discovered that the world will not be safe because of the hidden one keeps pouring his power into it. It's going to destroy the barrier and also Maelstrom as well. So we did learn that. That's what Pandora was afraid of, saying it's going to destroy the hidden one and the world. If he keeps pouring his power in her. Okay. I do want to throw something out here on a positive side because everyone in the chat hates me for saying this, uh, for being negative. But you're allowed let's to have say, an opinion. I'm going to say hypothetically to give us hope is that it's not that the symbol was that bronze thing. It's just the symbol itself. That would be nice. So that let's, would be nice. let's yeah. say they can forge something or necklaces or just wear something that has the symbol on it to keep the hidden one at bay. T-shirts. Like, T-shirts. I would. Li- I would actually like that to happen because because symbols and names have meaning and pat and meaning means power. Yeah. So I would like. I would like for that to turn out to. That be would be that. a great like symbolic layered thing to do, and I think it could be really cool. And I think Sleepy Hollow absolutely does things like this. Is like the power of a symbol in in the real world is enormous. Right. So physically, when you put a symbol on something for it to give. mystical power as well is a really cool way to play with that with an analogy towards the real world um and like the what the power you give something is the power that it has i also i mean we had these parallel storylines because we had ichabod working with the hidden one to try and break out and while i realized that the symbol was like protecting ichabod from dying at the same time it seemed like like, Ichabod makes this great, like, oh, Captain, my captain speech um, about, like, art and literature. And you're like, this is really beautiful. But I'm not sure, like, A, it would have any effect on the hidden one whatsoever. Or, like, what the purpose or means of this interaction and this conversation actually is. It's, it just seemed that whole interaction did not seem to, like, fuel any sort of, like, plotline or understanding or storyline whereas when you look at the abby and pandora storyline you have them kind of seeing each other in a different light and it's they're very like they do this thing where you're like i now understand that 
I, I can now see where Pandora would see that whole team differently from working with them. Yeah. And how Abby sees Pandora differently from working with her. I can totally see that from the way they were interacting. And so I think oh, that... Oh, 100%. Because like, yeah. I, I think that it's going to make Pandora a lot more sympathetic to the witnesses. Because now she realizes they're not out to destroy them. Like, these are good people that are just trying to protect the people they love. And she and Pandora, I think, is very much knows what that... She knows what that feels like because she's been trying to protect the hidden one for all these years. She knows what it's like to care for someone. And, and Abby that, learns that yeah. Pandora gave the symbols to the humans in the first place. So Pandora has a sympathy, even though now, like, I think she started out as human. I think that's how mm -hmm. we established this. She was she, mortal. Yeah, she started out as human, and so she still has this kind of affection for them in the way that she gave them she gave them that symbol to begin with. Well, Ichabod goes into this as well, that a, a prophet or a, a god is not a god without worshippers. That's and true. A worshiper Which is, is, I don't understand why you're trying to destroy the world if you acknowledge so that. So a worshipper has nothing to worship if there's no god. So basically the witnesses sealed away the god, we're assuming, or it's just the humans in general sealed away the god. But in order to get worshippers, the hidden one or Pandora gave them a linchpin, which was the seal of Thora that if emblem. they, yeah, the emblem of Thora to go against, to have the power to go against the hidden one. But she didn't do that to try to make them go against him. They, she did that to say, trust him as your God and worship him for he will be merci merciful if you worship him. But they went against him and did that. So now he's going to be merciless instead of merciful. Yeah. It's I, I also have to point out that this library that they have with all these books and all this information that they have is everything that they've been using to fight the hidden one. And now the hidden one knows everything that they know to fight him with. True. And he also literally could have just lit everything on there and on fire and been like, by the way, by the way, witness, I know everything you could have known and now I'm going to destroy it all and lights but it all on fire. But we have established that the hidden one does not like to read. He just likes to absorb things. Yes. He's like a computer. Hey, yes. kid, I'm a computer. I did like that effect, though. Yeah. The special effect of, like, him reading everything. Like, there, you could see, like, I think I saw, like, E equals MC squared at one point. It was like, it was like Zach Galifianakis <laughs> in uh, The Hangover, where he's, like, trying to count cards with the things in front of him. I don't know. It was cool. It just felt like, it felt like, I felt like the hidden one should have destroyed that whole place. Like, he should have just burned everything. He's like, you want to fight me? Well, try fighting me now, because I'm going to destroy it just like you destroyed Jefferson's <laughs> Jefferson's Palace of Knowledge. Jefferson's Palace of Knowledge. I miss Jefferson's Palace. We're still palace. bitter about Jefferson's yeah. Palace of Knowledge. We do. Look, We're still he, we, very bitter about We at that. After Buzz do not let things go easily. I don't know if, you've, uh, uh, if you can see that. <laughs> hey, if that could have been important to the witnesses, it still makes us very bitter that they destroyed it. It's like, you destroy, the, you destroy Pandora's... You destroyed my wife's box. Now oh I'm going gosh. to destroy your palace of knowledge. And that was the other thing. It's like, I feel like the writers are just now searching for box euphemism jokes because the whole episode seemed like that to me. Put the box uh, together. She's like, I need to put my box together. I can't find my box. My box has disappeared. Things my are box coming. was intact. I know. And just... then I met the hidden one. Why, why did Joe Corbin need to be shirtless when they turned him into a winner? Because I was like, okay, if he's getting naked, maybe that makes sense because he doesn't want to tear his clothes. 
No, he just got shirtless and had his pants hey, on. I he was got like, that shirt at uh, I don't know, like Tommy Bahama. It's not those pants, are hundred dollar t-shirts. But the pants are Kmart, so he left. Them Pandora's off. like Jenny. Can you rub the holy oil all over his body for this sanctimonious thing? Pandora's I was like, like yeah. this is really, this is really just like rub it on we, the dark. We creature. need to have a shirtless, another shirtless guy in this scene. Yeah, I mean, look, that's part of. I think that also made yeah. me mad because. I love, I mean, I love the special effects for the Wendigo Joe, and I love the fact that we have enough of a connection between Jenny that she can kind of bring the human out of Wendigo Joe. I don't like the idea of completely destroying that plot line because it gave Joe another dimension to his character. Why did they, yeah, why did they have to take away the Wendigo power? Yeah, yeah it was this really is, annoying. Again, but, is, but, but, you've introduced something interesting. You, I know you're about to say, okay. I know you're about to say you've introduced something and then taken away. Right, no, no, no. I'm going to let yeah. you finish. No, 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 Steven, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I want to go out on a limb here with the writers and side with them that they wouldn't completely take it away. Because what they did was they took away the darkness. I don't know if you can technically take away something that's part of your being. So... Perhaps all they've done is taken away his inability to control it. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. But, like, I see, if they're doing that, why not just do it in this episode? Like, why not just give it to us? Like, there's no reason to wait on it. No reason to stall if that's where you're going. There's only three episodes left in this season. I thought there was two. No, there's three. No, there's three. three. You're right. Um... It's so, because in the previews they say two more until the finale. So uh, it makes me super confused. Confusing. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean, I I love having Wendy Joe yeah, around. Wendy Joe. Um, Wendy Joe. It's just more fun to say. Where did he um, come from? Where did he go? Where did he come, come from? from Wendy Joe. Joe. Um, but I think it also, uh, yeah. if you have if you have a team that's fighting supernatural powers, it helps to have. You know, we have the witnesses who we know have supernatural powers. It helps to have another like monster or beast or some something else that you can have as as your power to fight against these forces it just of it darkness. gives it, g- it gives the team a new a different dynamic as it goes forward and I, I know people get sick of the buffy comparison it's just a it's a useful tool because i think a lot of people that watch sleepy hollow have also seen it so that's why right. i say but what on 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 buffy what as they got into further into like other like later seasons they added things like they had a witch on the team they had a werewolf on the team they had people that made that gave the team different dynamics and different perspectives on what it is because when you're fighting a monster and you have a monster on the team like somebody who your enemy could classify as a dark creature that's a interesting dynamic because it makes you have to reconsider all of these creatures and what their backstory is do you want to kill all of them because they might not be totally evil they could be joe who's just lost his like lost his way i was shipping sophia and the banshee that was <laughs> kyle and the banshee too that's a great name for a band kyle and the banshee kyle and the banshee that banshee i i, I did think of course like one of the things sleepy hollow is really good at is his creature effects and i thought again the banshee was like an awesome creature effect yeah um it was it was cool like look Whatever we have to say about, like, maybe, like, plot lines didn't go the way we expected or wanted, the creature design on this show is always on fleek. Why did they need... Stop saying on fleek. I hate you so much right now. Why, why did they need... I just want to catch you guys off guard. It's like, make sure you use true iron, 
Not the new iron, just true iron, 200-year-old iron. Like, why do you need it to be 200 years old? Yeah, I could understand the line. I could understand having the line. It has to be pure iron, because that's, like, I get that. Yeah. But, like, aged iron? I think, I mean, I think it was just people wanted to have in some effect where Jenny steals something from a graveyard. And, like, that that's a cheap shot. Yeah. Like, it's a cheap shot. To, to be like, okay, well, to justify Jenny stealing from a graveyard... You know, we oh. they they keep wanting our team to be like associated with petty crime in certain ways to make them I don't know um, more rebels. Yeah, rebels. Like rebellious, and it's you don't even need that. It's like it can can I just they're already driving an ambulance that they shouldn't be. Even though we've established that yes, Joe works as an EMT. He's driving the ambulance when he shouldn't be driving it in the first place anyway. And so he gets the windshield messed way, up. Yeah. When you think about it, you're like, that's already being rebellious. It's like Rebel. using this for your own purposes. Two, two uh, observations about the hidden one. Uh, he is hashtag the new Katrina. He is the new Katrina. He's the new Katrina that he has <laughs> all this power and apparently. The new, and just will not do anything with and it. And the new Henry Jeremy. And the new Henry Jeremy. And he yeah. also might be... A character from Street Fighter. How so? Can you can you explain so? yourself on that one? Hashtag hidden one Hadouken. Oh, okay. Like he literally did he, a Hadouken. He's like Hadouken, and it like shot towards it, but like it was pretty cool. I thought of it as a mini Kamehameha, uh, but I guess it wasn't a wave, so it was just a ball. Yeah, it, it was, was an energy blast. It was a Hadouken, pretty sure. All right, that's fair. All right. I think the I think the only other thing that um, I don't know. I'm, I was kind of struggling with is you have you have Abby struggling with this um, calling out Pandora for wanting to get the pieces of the box together to get her part of the plan, you know, to like get the Wendigo out of Joe, et cetera, et cetera, which um, Abby keeps thinking she's going to con her and rightfully so. And then you have you have Pandora kind of undermining the hidden one, but then going back to him again and letting him treat her like crap that that like it's getting old to me it's yeah getting old. so let's i mean let's talk about how we ended it like so the hidden one knows that she was lying um about the about the emblem right because um, we had that we had that spy bubble thing that ichabod can do which i i also am gonna miss that that scene as well because the the we had that cute moment with the um pastries in the beginning where he's like i know which pastry you had because i've been spying on you what else did you see a kebab? yeah did you see pandora's box oh jesus <laughs> but i love that there's this connection there's this way for them to connect with each other so you can have them doing different things at different times and then having this like supernatural call out almost yeah um and yeah while we finish talking about this uh, uh about this uh steve in the uh, in the booth um, if you could uh, pull up the Downton Abbey theme song for us. Oh, are we us. doing that today? Of course we are. There's so much scandalous stuff going on in this episode. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay. But, yeah. So, the, the no, no, no. Not now. Not now. Not, I'll, not I'll call for it. I'll call for I it. I do have to say, somebody in the chat said that the Hidden One has no hair. And Cadet, T, Cadet Tip K says, maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> The hidden one's cool. eyes oh, turned from red to green, though. I did notice that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't catch. Didn't. No, oh, oh, oh when he got when he got mad. Yeah, because when he wasn't stuck in that room with Ichabod, he had red eyes, and then in the end scene with Pandora, he had green eyes. Oh. I did notice that. Yeah, I do remember the rage eyes. I yeah. missed the. I didn't notice the green. It's all Christmas. Uh, 
<laughs> that's all actually all the that's time. actually it like the, the hidden one is the spirit of christmas future he's come to he's warn Krampus. you he's Krampus. oh man i that see i would love to sleep for sleepy how to do a krampus episode yes. like grim did it a few seasons ago and it was so good krampus is just such a fun story to play with and fun, like sleepy hollow would find an interesting way to do that yeah. within their within this world yeah. uh i would love to see that that would be fun um but i i mean i'm i'm sort of looking forward to the fallout of the hidden one in pandora like like what is he going to do to her now that he knows he didn't straight up call her out on it so he's gonna play this he's not he's gonna play a long game with this he's gonna Mm. hold it over he's He's gonna gonna be more of an abusive boyfriend (laughs) i i mean i think he's gonna end up sacrificing or trying to sacrifice her to get the witnesses to get our team like i just want to hope that this means that pandora too is playing a long game and i i would like it better if the dynamic between both of them was a long con and you find out that there's like all kinds of like double traitorness. Yeah. Tra- I know that's not really a word, but um, yeah. it's the best I could come up well, with. Well, I, yeah. I would and like it, that to happen because right now it just seems like it seems like old, the old storyline where you keep throwing them back together. And I actually liked seeing Pandora with our team. I liked, I liked her working with them and that level of mistrust that caused yeah. kind of a, a, a rift. Between there was, them. that was interesting. Like, yeah. I want to see more really of that. I really would love to get Pandora, like maybe not on our side necessarily, but on our, like on our team, like for a little bit more. I think she'll give cool them her stuff. power. Interesting. The power of her bots. No, but just like the hidden one bestowed her power, like she can give up the last of her power to the witnesses to fight against his power. Interesting. And then it becomes like an actual showdown between them and the hidden one. Because right now they are still just mortals with like a little bit of extra like... Oomph. They, it's almost like the, the, like the power witnesses have is almost just like a luck ability. Like yeah. they just like the probability the of a to critical. Not die. They have a, like a, a, a heightened like probability of critical strike. They have the power <laughs> of writers writing for them. Yeah, <laughs> but we shouldn't feel like that. Um, and that's unfortunately what it did feel like in this episode. Um, do you guys have anything else? Any any other points you love to, like to, liked or to move talk on about? to that? It's like a, another thing that I always wish they would explore more is they have these tablets, they have the symbol. And we still don't know how, other other than the fact that we got the information that the witness is a bloodline, we still don't know how the witness, like, what exactly their powers are, how they play into the general thing of things. And if you made this your central mythology, you think you would examine it more, or you would give us more clues, or give us more, like, cool powers or something. I feel like we're not... Whereas past seasons really delved into the mythology of the witnesses and what it means for the apocalypse, it just doesn't. They're not doing that this season. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, with that, I think uh, I think we gotta go for a little stroll, you guys, into oh, the into the parlor or the uh, the 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 um, what would you call it? Yeah, it's time to go to Sleepington Abbey this week on Sleepington Abbey. There was much. Much foulness afoot as Ichabod became trapped in a small room with his most hated enemy. And because nothing happened, it was most scandalous. Most scandalous indeed. 
I also heard that it was all Pandora's fault that the humans were able to get the amul. What is it? Now I forget. The am- emblem of Thura. And that was no scandal. I- I'm going to be pretty honest here. Last <laughs> no, time, no. Last time I touched Pandora's box, it turned me into a monster as well. Who keeps inviting Holly to the party? Nobody. It is, it, whoever it is will find themselves on the end of a pitchfork. They will be shunned. Because, it, because this kind of invitation to my party is, is most scandalous. Most scandalous I, indeed. I, I gotta say, you talked about me being locked in a room with Ichabod, and, uh, you know, I don't think that happened. You do not get invited to the box party. Shunned. It's keeping this going. Shunned. Uh, yeah, we're done. Uh, no, it, this whole thing is most scandalous. It's uh, most scandalous. Um, I'm looking forward to a more productive trip down Sleepington Abbey Way. I heard the um, hidden one went to knock out some chores and ended up doing nothing that was on his list of chores to do <laughs> for the day, including most killing two scandalous. people. <laughs> most scandalous. What a terrible villain. I heard that Miss Pandora was hiding the emblem of Thora in her box from her boyfriend all these years. Most <laughs> contraceptually scandalous. Most scandalous indeed. <laughs> all right, I, I can't do it anymore. And that, I can't deal with it. And that is it for this edition of Sleeping Dead Abbey. We've done this so many times and I still hate it. Like I still just, <laughs> I it's like the hardest thing to like, Dude, like, uh, we should be planning these things beforehand so we're actually funny and not look like idiots. I just, well, we could always make up some fan fiction. Like, last Purgatory week. Prom? Purgatory, Purgatory Prom. Prom. All right. Oh, my God. Okay. Predictions? Yeah. Um, well, first, I want to do a bit of news oh. just real quick. Um, not not anything huge. Uh, I just want to do a ratings check. Oh um, yeah, that's not doing well. Um, well, that's the thing is, it's actually holding steady. Oh, that's good. Um, it's at a uh, it, this this past episode. Um, the thing is, like, it's it's hard to say it's doing bad in this landscape right now because it's uh, they put it on a Friday. Yeah, which is never great, but it it's managed to maintain. Um, at two point uh, like two point eight million, like just this week on live. Hmm. Um, I, that's actually really good. That's actually surprising, yeah. but it's only a point eight rating. Like, so like the percentage is really bad, but it's got a good, decent number of people watching. Um, so I uh, that for me would put it on the bubble for Fox. I think it, it really is going to come down to, and like people have said that like the that Fox like would have told Sleepy Hollow. I don't buy it. Um, I don't trust Fox with my pickups and cancellations or being honest about them. Um. But I, I I think it's got a shot. I do too. At this point, too. like it, I think it's going to come down to what Fox has on the pilot slate, and if they have a bunch of really good stuff in the genre, then Sleepy Hollow may find itself on the outs. But if it does, if they don't have anything they think can replace it, like can replace that, like like heavy genre fantasy vibe like lucifer has it but if lucifer doesn't stick around then they're gonna need to keep that spot i actually really enjoy lucifer yeah oh i'm just saying like i don't know where i don't know where lucifer's ratings are or anything i Um, haven't looked into it uh no i I haven't seen what their numbers are but like if they don't have if they don't keep a a slew of those shows they're gonna want to have the fantasy element on the network yeah um but okay so let's let's do predictions because we also got to talk about this preview (laughs) so let's hit that prediction button we have a thousand um, and twelve yeah. minutes left. No. <laughs> yes, we have a thousand twelve minutes. Um, 
Yeah. Okay, so guys, we saw Frankenstein. Franklin. Hypothetically, I'm gonna throw something different your way. All right. All right. Let me just let me just get in the character here. Uh, no. 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 I think it's Abraham. Von Brunn? So I what, can see that. I think what the we skull, saw was the skull of, of clearly the skull of Frankenstein on a colonial, colonial body. era body. With yeah. a red coat. Was it red? I, I thought, thought it was yeah. red. I thought it was blue. I thought it was red. It might have been blue. It doesn't He's matter. He's colorblind. Yeah, I'm totally like at I'm a not, loss for it. But I'm I not, did think it was red. I'm not great either, so. <laughs> but I think it's. I think they, they, the showrunner said in an interview earlier in the season, the Headless Horseman's not coming back. They never said anything about Abraham not coming back. Hmm. So I think to reintroduce Abraham as a, because he's not headless, he'd have a head. I would love Abraham Von Brunt to come back. Because I would here's, like that too. Here's the big thing that was, that's different, that's. The problem with the hidden one is that he doesn't have any ties to our heroes, and or what made, any that we can see thus far. Yeah, and well, yeah, because like yeah. I mean, if they if there is something they've been hiding from us, why? Right. Because what made Abraham, what made Headless such a great villain is that he Ichabod created was, him. Yeah, Ichabod. Yeah. Cre- they were tied together. Yeah. Their fates were entwined. Like whatever you want to say about Katrina, the fact that she was a center point that was that made their fight that was about the fate of the world, but also was somehow also about something as simple as romance. It was I small think... and big at the same time, and that's what we are missing. We're missing the small. Well, you've had the tragic romance between Abraham and Katrina, and it can kind yeah. of coincide with the hidden one in Pandora, which would leave some... But there's romance no tie aside, to our I, team. Romance aside, I think there's always something very compelling about a villain that you created. And that yes. is what was compelling when Kindred came back. It was the fact that we created this monster and we're supposed to be the good guys. And yep. it's the same thing with Ichabod's actions caused Abraham Von Brunt to be so upset that caused this chain reaction where he's now an, a major villain. And I, I always find that fascinating. Somebody said... it can't. Um, no one wants their villains to come out of nowhere. Somebody said that if... Season one said if he regained his head, the four horsemen would ride. So what if so great? Yeah, why don't (laughs) we get the four horsemen who are trying to bring the apocalypse versus the hidden one who's bringing his own apocalypse? That was one of the things that first got me into Sleepy Hollow in a big way was when I heard like, oh my god, the headless horseman is one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. That's the coolest thing ever. Like that's what I wanted. Like that was I was looking forward to four horsemen riding in to like Westchester, New York, uh, and one of them is missing a head. I never got that image, and I've been I was dying for it in seasons one and two, and they just they they never paid it off. They built it, again. It's just it's one of the things that has frustrated me about Sleepy Hollow. As much as they've done a lot of good things, they've set up things that are even better, and then just not. And then just I, abandon them. I just it. feel like right now, it's too much like. Sleepy Hollow is the the gates to whatever. It's like the pearly gates, right? So you just have a line of people waiting to get in. It's like, oh, no, only admitting one. You, oh, only one baddie at a time. Like, open the gates. Flood Sleepy Hollow. I thought yeah. that's what we were going to get. I what thought we were going to get what all happened the, to, what what happened to Monster Con. Yeah, what's going on? Like, 
There should not be like one thing happening. It should not be just Ichabod versus the Hidden One or Ichabod Nabby versus. It should be so many different things. Like House of Cards this season, it was good and it was bad, but there were so many different things playing at the same time, which made you think a lot. That's what I want this show to be. And it's the, it's what the show can be. That's yeah. the thing. As much as we yeah. have ragged on this episode, we know we only do we it out it of love. We know it can do better. We do we it, it we do do because we, we care about the show, we enjoy the show, and we, we know it can be better because it has been. We know it can get back there, and we're looking forward to it getting there. And I think that it will. If mm-hmm. we just if we give it time and the and everything gets done right. So as we look forward to next week's episode, three weeks left, guys, not too much, but until Next week, Stephen Lemieux. You guys follow me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X, and go ahead and check out our other network that I produce for the Popcorn Talk Network for all your movie discussion needs at the Popcorn Talk on Twitter and YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can find me on my website, 123jackieb.com. That's where my blog, Twitter, and Instagram are. You guys find me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, YouTube, that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. Bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, including Daredevil. We just did the first two After Shows where we recapped the first four episodes of Daredevil over the weekend. So much fun. I can't wait to do the rest of the season. I'm dying to watch more, so stay tuned for more scheduling on that. Guys, until next week, I'm Zach Wilson. Thanks for geeking out with us. Check. Check. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Good, Good night, night, sleepy heads. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.